The Chris Hahn Show. Good evening, America, and welcome. This is The Chris Hahn Show. I'm your host. Chris Hahn, the truth is on the air. And truthfully, tonight, America, I am live and I am taking your calls at 631 451 1039. 631 451 1039 on a Thursday night, last day of summer, heading into the fall season. 49 days to elections, and the phones are already ringing. <laughs> Last week, I had took the week off. I got a lot of texts and tweets from people telling me, hey, where are you? The phones are off. Uh, I was uh, speaking to the Long Island Press Club last week. I was there talking about media in the age of Trump, and it was a lot of fun. I want to thank the Long Island Press Club for having me. I really do appreciate it. 631-451-1039 is my number if you want to be part of the national conversation. Hey, there's a guy trying to get on the Supreme Court. His name is Brett Kavanaugh, or as his best friend from uh, his best friend from high school uh, called him in his book, Bart O'Kavanaugh, who he used to get drunk with so much that they would throw up in the car. America, look, I am not going to say this guy is guilty of attempted rape. I am not going to say that. But there is somebody out there who has said in high school, this man attempted to rape her. That is a very serious charge, and it deserves a very serious airing of the facts. Because let's be clear, I've been hearing a lot of conservatives say, well, he was 17 years old. It was 35 years ago. Okay, nonsense. Had he been arrested for that crime when he was 17 years old, we would not know his name today. Just like so many people get stopped in this country and get arrested for possession of marijuana and their whole life has been ruined because of it. Brett Kavanaugh, had he been, had this, if this happened, and I'm not saying it has, if this happened and had been reported as a crime in 1985 or whenever it happened, and Brett Kavanaugh went to juvie or, you know, as a 17 year old, I think he would have went to actual jail. We never would know his name. He never would have had a second chance. He never would have gotten to law school. He might not have even gotten into college, at least a decent college. He'd be, he'd be working at the Geek Squad at Best Buy because he's a smart guy, but uh, he would have went to jail for this, and he would not be getting onto the Supreme Court or being voted on or being nominated for the Supreme Court. As it is, we need to get to the truth. Now, I hear you. Hard to get to the truth about something that happened 35 years ago. People can't even remember where it happened. But there were other people there, including his buddy Mark Judge and other people at that party. And there needs to be some sort of look into this. Now, I'm not saying it should take months, but I think a week or two for the FBI to look into it and actually figure out if this incident or the party itself ever took place. Maybe other people have a recollection of what may or may not have, have transpired at that party. This man is going for a job that is unaccountable to the voters and unaccountable to Congress hereafter. He will never stand for re-election. This is not, you know, the, oh, Bill Clinton. Okay, Bill Clinton had charges against, brought against him by many people when he was running for president. 
and the voters elected him president. And then they elected him again with similar charges happening during the first term of his presidency. We could argue whether that was right or wrong, but the voters had a choice. Oh, one other thing. Eight years later, he was gone from our lives. 30 years from now, if Brett Kavanaugh stays healthy, eats his Wheaties, and keeps jogging, he's going to still be sitting on the bench making decisions that impact our lives. A thorough hearing is required. The Republicans, in their blatant hypocrisy, say, we need to get this done. We can't have four seats. Uh, we can't have an open seat on the Supreme Court. Well, they left the Scalia seat open for 444 days so they didn't have to consider Merrick Garland, President Obama's rightful pick for the court. So spare me the rush. The rush is about the midterm elections, about politics. I want the truth, America, and you should want it too. 631-451-1039 is my number. 631-451-1039 if you want to be part of the national conversation. I'm going to go to Fred in Florida, who dialed in as soon as we went on the air. Fred, how you doing? How you doing? Thanks for calling, man. What's on your mind? Hi, Chris. Is this Chris? Mm-hmm. How you doing? I see you on Judge Janine all the time. You're a really good guy. I appreciate it. I love Judge Janine. We don't agree on anything, but uh, she's kept me on television for eight years. So, And I'll be on Saturday night at 9.30. Don't forget. I have no idea why she has you on TV. You always disagree with Because we love to disagree with each other. You know, you could disagree with people and not be disagreeable. I, I mean, I've known Janine Pirro for eight or nine years, and, and while our politics is very similar, I absolutely adore Janine Pirro as a person. Yeah, I think she likes you too, actually. She does. I so, don't know why. I don't know why. <laughs> she does. So what's on your mind? You, you want to talk about Kavanaugh, or you want to talk about me? I mean, I like yeah. talking about me, but America wants yeah, to hear what you got to say about Kavanaugh. Hold on a minute. I'm a, I'm a Miami deplorable. Okay. And, and I do I do like watching you, even though I don't like half of what you say. Well, that's why they keep but putting I, me on, because people like me. <laughs> I know, I know. It's okay. But you know what you got here? I think you have a California drug addict bimbo who somehow became... Wait a minute. We're not going to Anita Hill her, Fred. We're not going to Anita Hill her. Hold on, no, I'm not. Hold on, come on. Hey, first of all, she's a blonde from California. Yeah, well, she's a blonde from Bethesda, first of all. And then and then she okay. moved to California. And well, and I don't want to look, the worst thing Republicans could do right now is start saying she's a boozy blonde from California and drug addict or whatever. You know, that's not going to work. This is woman has her PhD, she is a psychologist. She's a professional. Okay. She's going to show up real, next week at some point and it's not going to be good for them. It's not going to be good for who? What? It's not going to be good for the Republicans, especially if they go down the path what? of the, the, you know, the way they attacked Anita Hill back in 91. It's not going to work I, this I time. I don't know. All I know is that, uh, as I saw recently on the Internet, she doesn't remember where or when or any of the detail. Right. So I think her credibility is sort of really, really weak. Well, look, I think, a, I think a lot of people who are victims of traumatic experiences remember vividly the detail of the experience, but maybe nothing else that went around, on around it. That is not uncommon, Fred. Well, I, yeah, I've been a victim of traumatic experience, too, and I remember most of it relatively quickly. Yeah, but if I had to ask you right now when it happened, where it happened, you might not. You know, it's... it's I can tell you exactly where, when, and what happened. Exact date? Uh, Come on. quite traumatic. 
It's hard. Oh yeah. It's hard. Oh no. We'll see. And that's that. why we that's why we need to call Mark Judge to the stand. We need to call other people who might be at the party. The FBI should I'm investigate gonna, this and figure I'm it out. I'm Peter. I'm a friend. Hold on a minute. My friend. He is, got he got shot. No, in no, the no, head. Do that. All right. Do that. Hey guys, I gotta get this call. I gotta get this call. This, this was breaking down. It's like more people called in. <laughs> He's definitely on a three way call. He's on a party friend. line. His friends <laughs> like, hey, let's call Chris Hahn, the guy That's we good. see on Piero. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, you know, yeah, like and, and he's on the air right now, so let's call him. That's funny. And <laughs> that was good. I like. Hey, it. look, it, it's, thanks for the call. It always tells me why they put me on the air, right? Because I got guys like Fred who disagree with me, but they kind of like people me. like you. They like me. <laughs> they like me. They really <laughs> like me. All these people who know they like me, they disagree with everything. They disagree with my core values and beliefs. But you're a cool guy. So, <laughs> hey, it is what it is. Hey, man. Hey, man. They, they, they it's, it's I, you know, look, I get it. Most of the men that watch Fox News are also bald like me. And if they think one guy, another bald guy can make it on TV, maybe there's something in it for me. Maybe I, too, can someday be a television star like that other bald cue ball they see on, not star, sorry. (laughs) Dream a a little dream. A television bit player like that bald guy I see on on Fox News. 631-451-1039. I kept that call on way too long because he was being nice to me. (laughs) Struck the ego a little bit. You get a little more. 631-451-1039 if you want to be part of the national conversation. 631-451-1039. Three one four five one one zero three nine. Look, here's the thing, America. There are two people who are saying an incident happened. One of them wants the FBI to look into it. The other one doesn't. So my question is, why would somebody who is saying I am innocent and this is just a, a political attack, why would that person not want the FBI to look into it. Why doesn't the FBI look into her motivation and why she's doing it? Has she been paid by somebody? There are lots of things the FBI can look into. I am perplexed, America, perplexed as to why Judge Kavanaugh himself is not calling for an investigation. 631-451-1039 is my number. Let me go to Anthony in Brookhaven. Anthony, you're on the air. Anthony! Anthony, you there? Did we lose Anthony, Mike? I think we lost Anthony. 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 All right, Anthony, call back. 631-451-1039. Let me go to James in Calverton. James, how you doing? Hi, how you doing? I agree with you tonight. Uh, one thing I want to say is, uh, you know, this isn't like one of those things with Michael Jackson's love child, you know, that song Billy Jean. Uh, the girl, the woman claimed that one of her children, uh, was Michael Jackson's right. child, and and that was all lies and everything. This is the guy actually went to high school with her. There's no nobody's questioning that. Right. So something like this could have happened. And the thing is that people don't realize that you know to me it's a big concern is we don't know what this guy's stand is on Rose versus Wade. Well, we know what his stand is on Roe versus Wade. He's going to overturn Roe versus Wade, or he's going to severely limit it. It's, it's, he is, he's not pro-choice. No, but let me just say something real quick. If he'd gone to a raper and she had a child, then that would change everything. I mean, you know, that's, that's one of the things about Roe versus Wade. People on, on the moral standpoint, they say that it's wrong to kill babies. But it's perfectly okay to execute a guy in an electric chair. Yeah, I, yeah, I it's crazy. Understand. And and you know there you know and, and guys like uh, Jerry Farwell Jr. coming out today 
and and not Jerry Falwell Jr., the other one, uh, came out today. Uh, Franklin Graham, Franklin Graham, oh, came out today and said, oh, we should confirm him immediately. Confirm him immediately, uh, you know, because we don't really care how women get treated. Look, I, James, you're right. This deserve. look, there's no rush here. Right. He's going to be on court for the rest of his life. The Republicans have already set, established a precedent last year that you could keep some, a, a court seat open for 444 days. It's been uh, 60 days since Kennedy retired. 60 days. All right. Can I just say one more thing so you can keep talking and go on? Remember when Weinstein, one woman accused him and then they started coming out of the woodwork and it was all confirmed and he even admitted it finally. So I got to get off and let you talk. Thank James, you. you're right there. 631-451-1039. That's the thing that I have been waiting for that hasn't happened, right? So I believe that there's always a pattern of behavior with these types of people that you're going to find that they've done it more than once. Now, look, drunk in high school, I honestly think that if uh, Kavanaugh, when this allegation came out, said, look, I was drunk. I was 17. I deeply have regretted this incident my entire life. I think this would be over. No, you don't think it'd be over? I think it'd be over. I I think there's a lot of, you know, there's a lot of like, I don't remember it being as aggressive, but I regret that I made her feel that way, that kind of thing. I uh, I think it would have been over. The I categorically deny ever even being at the party. That's where he's dead. When your friend wrote a book of movies about it. Yeah, your friend <laughs> wrote a book, this guy, Mark Judge, who's just a regular, you know, like he's just one of those guys. He's like one of these conservative hanger-oners, you know, like I really want a spot on Fox News talking about how women stink. <laughs> That's really, if you read his stuff... Well, it's just, uh, and I didn't read. I didn't get a chance to read it yet, but uh, oh. what, I've, what I've heard is all just party stuff. You know, it, no, no, no. It's not frats. just party stuff. It's oh. like the dominance of the male. Oh, is it stuff? Yeah, oh, it's like right. the he he liked to call Obama like a like a feminine something or other. It's the it's the dominance of the male. The guy's clearly overcompensating for something. This judge character. Uh, and, and, and again, I don't want to confuse things. I'm not talking about Judge Kavanaugh. I'm talking about his best bud from high school, Mark Judge. So it's a very strange thing going on right there, right? Very strange. And, I, you know, I, he said he won't, he won't testify. Now, I'm sorry, America. If I was chairman of that committee, I would call this guy in immediately. And I would say to him, look... I look, I would subpoena the guy, subpoena him. Tom, Tom Chalero. Oh, we got to call Tom, Tom Chalero, host of our midday show right here on WLIR radio. WLIR, what's, what's our, LI News Radio. LI News Radio, yeah. WLIR. Oh yeah, that's my other, hey, anybody want to negotiate? Tom Chalero, what's up, brother? Hey, Chris Hahn. Nice to hear from you. What a great show, Chris. You got a lot of liveliness going on. Hey, man, if you don't have energy, you got nothing. So what, what's on your yeah. mind? Are you, are you in the cabinet you know, thing? You know, Chris, yeah, we've been talking about this on, on my show during the day. And uh, to what end is this tying in her testimony uh, to the FBI? I mean, she needs to come forward regardless She's of gonna what come the forward. FBI wants to Look, do. 
Tom, you know, Tom. And, and I think if, if she could get there and, sp- and say her piece, then we could all make a judgment. See, I'm a moderate, middle-of-the-road guy. You might go a little left, and there's a lot of people that go right. But I want to hear what she has to say. She's coming and forward. really tied in I, all, the, all the investigation. I, I, I mean, I haven't yes. looked at a news feed in the last 15 minutes because I've been on the radio. But I would imagine okay. sometime tonight we're going to find out the details of what's going on. I'll be monitoring it all night. I'll tell my listeners. Okay. But here's, here's the thing. Here's the caveat for the Republicans. Um, she's going to eventually tell her story to the American people, and it's going to be before the vote on Kavanaugh, I'm sure, the final vote on Kavanaugh. And whether she tells it to the United States Senate or she tells it to 60 Minutes, it's going to be very impactful. And there are, you know, if the FBI is not doing an investigation out there, I'm sure like ProPublica or McClatchy's or the New York Times or the, or the Washington Post are digging into this right now to try to figure out what happened. It's too big of a story. The FBI has the resources to go out there and question people immediately, and they should. And when you have a woman who is making a claim like this saying she's willing to talk to the FBI, knowing full well that lying to the FBI is a crime, and then you have a guy who's nominated for the Supreme Court of the United States saying, nah, I don't want to talk to the FBI, that to me in and of itself is suspicious. Is this suspicious to you, Tom? Yeah, no, I, I follow what you're saying, but she came forward with these allegations. She needs to say, and the other thing, too, the FBI is going to be somewhat reluctant. Statute of limitations for any sort of criminal prosecution are long gone. And, uh, again, whether they, it really has to be requested by the president for the FBI to get involved in something like this. But the trail is cold. Yeah, the FBI, look, the president, should have just, the president should have done what George uh, Herbert Walker Bush did during the Clarence Thomas thing when the allegations were made. Just ask the FBI to investigate so that when the when the Senate committee questions the witness, they actually have something to question them about. And it's it's a it's it, this is the problem here. You know, she's being asked to come testify. What are they going to ask her? Uh, you know, it's kind of hard. I mean, she, she's going to make an opening statement. Well, that's that's her opening statement. Then what what do the senators ask her? It becomes like, a, what's your motivation? And that's really, you know, the Republicans. When this woman testifies, Tom, let me mark this down. When this woman testifies, Mark uh, J- Judge Kavanaugh, Brett Kavanaugh, will not make it to the Supreme Court. The nomination will be pulled. The president has already signaled to the world that he's willing to do that. He's he's saying the same things about Kavanaugh he said about Ronnie Jackson. Poor guy shouldn't be subject to this. I'm going to take him out of it now, right? That's the and he you know the, Kavanaugh has been in the White House for the past three days and has not met with the president. They are distancing the president from this guy so the president can pump because the president doesn't care about Kavanaugh. He's got no loyalty to Kavanaugh. He'll just pick somebody else off the list and move on. And by the way, they should, because if this really is investigated and if it does become a real issue, Tom, this is going to kill the Republicans more than they're already dead. You know, but what about the delay tactic? You know, there is uh, information out there that they're believing that this is a delay tactic. Yeah. After the mid- Yeah, that's arguing with the ref about the clock. It's nonsense. Tom, that's a nonsense procedural argument because people don't want to talk about the facts. And if people want, if people had good facts to talk about, they would talk about the facts and not the procedure. This is the Republicans saying, oh, why are you waiting till the last minute? Well, I don't know. What's the rush? Anyway, Tom, we love you. Make sure you listen to Tom Chalero every single day starting at noon. LI News Radio right here, 103.9. Tom's a great guy. Tom, I'm going to a break in a minute, but thanks for calling in. 
Okay, thank you, Chris. No problem. 631-451-1039 is the number. 631-451-1039. That's the thing. Republicans want to give me this argument about, oh, the procedure, the procedure, the procedure. It's like an old man saying, get off my lawn. Two of these guys questioned Anita Hill. They know what's up. They know what's coming. 631-451-1039. I'm taking your calls the other side of the break. You listen to Chris Honcho, and I'll be right back. Everything else you heard today, and listen up. The Chris Hahn Show is on the air. All right, I'm back. I'm live. 631 451 1039. If you want to be part of the national conversation, pick up the phone and give me a call. 631 451 1039. I got Janet Johnson joining me at the top of the hour. Nobody I'd rather talk to tonight. A good lawyer, good liberal, uh, 631-451-1039. I will be on uh, Tucker Carlson tomorrow night at 8 o'clock. I will be on uh, Justice with Judge Jeanine Pirro on Saturday night at uh, 9.30, my regular slot. And I will be on the Ingram Angle Monday at uh, 10 o'clock. All three of these have basically been my regular spot the last couple of months. So uh, I'll be there. You be there. 631-451-1039 at Christopher Hahn on Twitter if you don't want to uh, get on the phone. But get on the phone. Grow a pair. 631-451-1039. Let's talk about this guy, Judge Kavanaugh, for a minute. And let's talk about, you know, let's talk more about the Republicans in the Senate. Because I don't think they understand exactly how much their majority is hinging on what happens in the next five or six days. Let me tell you how I see it, America. And, and, and you, you know, feel free to challenge me. You don't have to agree with me. This woman is going to speak. We are going to hear her speak. We are going to hear her story one way or another. Okay? She's either going to come and speak to the Senate. I think... Wednesday is what we're hearing. It's not going to be Monday. Might be Wednesday. Might be Tuesday. She's either going to come and speak to the Senate next week under favorable terms that her lawyers are negotiating. And just tonight, her, you know, her lawyer was supposed to be all over television tonight, uh, all over television. She was scheduled to be on every show. She's canceled those appearances because they're negotiating with the Senate Judiciary Committee. So she canceled those appearances. She will appear on TV if the negotiations go south. But more importantly, Dr. Ford, who is the woman in question here, will appear on television to a nation who wants to hear the story very soon. It will happen before the entire Senate votes on Kavanaugh. Now, remember, you know, I have, I've been in all of these conversations and, you know, I, I was on Ingram Angle on Monday night and Laura Ingram knows Brett Kavanaugh. She's been friends with him for over 25 years. I was on her show the night the president picked him to be the nominee for the Supreme Court and I've never seen her more excited. I was on with her on Monday when all this stuff was breaking and 
she was in strict defend Kavanaugh mode, as she should. He's a, he, he's a friend of hers. But I'm trying to make this point. This is not a court of law. The standard of proof here is not beyond a reasonable doubt. It's whatever Lisa Murkowski and Susan Collins feel it is. It's whatever Heidi Heitkamp needs to have cover in North Dakota or Dean Heller uh, or, 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 you know, Dean Heller in Nevada who might need to change his vote to try to hold on to his seat. Or Manchin or any one of them. They just need an excuse not to vote for him. There are many things going on right now with this nomination. He was already the most unpopular Supreme Court nominee since Robert Bork. Robert Bork did not get confirmed to the Supreme Court. He is now more unpopular than Robert Bork. Poll came out today, had his approval rating, supporting him being confirmed at 34%. That is basically core Trump voters want him confirmed. That's it. Absolute core. I have said this before. I believe as low as Trump could go is 34%, maybe 33. So he's already unpopular, unpopular for reasons other than this. His, uh, his view of executive power, his view on choice, his view on reproductive health, there are many things that make this man unpopular. His view on pre-existing conditions. There is a feeling that he has not been 100% truthful with the committee before this. We talk about the first thing he said to the Senate committee, the Judiciary Committee, during his confirmation hearings was, no president has consulted more and searched higher uh, and wider than President Trump in picking him. That's not true. He had a list that was given to him by the Federalist Society that Kavanaugh's name suspiciously appeared on recently. America, Republicans, let me speak to my Republican friends out there. November's coming, and it's not going to be pretty. The wave is coming. The House is lost. The Senate is probably going to be lost, too. And your only chance of keeping the Senate is to punt this guy till after November. Confirming him is going to look 5% of Democratic women support this nomination. That's the lowest number I've ever seen in my life. Independence, about 15% support this nomination. 15%. You're looking at a wave of epic proportions if you go ahead with this. And now, when Dr. Ford shows up next week, you better call her Dr. Ford. And if you treat her like you treated Dr. Anita Hill during the uh, Clarence Thomas hearings, you are going to be in a world of hurt. Forget about Nevada, forget about Arizona, forget about Tennessee, forget about Texas, forget about Florida. The Democrats are going to have a two-vote majority in the Senate if this goes through. 631-451-1039. Let me go to Vinny in Shirley. Vinny, you're on the air. 
Uh, just wondering, what uh, delusional pills are you taking? What delusional pills am I taking? I, I'm not taking delusional pills. I'm telling you the truth as I see it, my friend. Well, that's how you see it, though. That's yeah, well, yeah, that's this is the Chris Hahn show. Not it's not the how other people that's see not it, how Joe. Everybody else sees it. Oh, well, then listen to somebody else's show, Vinny. I don't know what to tell you. I mean, it, it, this no, is my well, show. I'm, I'm I tell the truth well, as I see it. Kavanaugh is guilty. I didn't say he was guilty. In this country now until proven Hey, hey Vinny, I didn't say I didn't say he was I didn't say he was guilty, Vinny. It doesn't matter if he's guilty. Vinny. Will you let me answer your question, Somebody please? Somebody that can't remember. Vinny! What the hell? Vinny! Let me answer your question, brother. I have never said he's guilty. I have said we should seek the truth and have a full hearing on this guy. Delay it a little bit. Let the truth come out. Let's find out if she's really motivated by something other than the truth. That's in his best interest. The Republicans are trying to rush this through. Why? What's the rush? We waited 444 days after Scalia died. This seat's only been vacant they, for about they give 50. Her the opportunity to come as soon as possible, but the Democrats are blocking it. And no, no, no. This guy doesn't want to hear the truth. He wants to know the truth. He thinks that, you know, he thinks that this is the station that Hannity's on, so everybody should agree with Hannity. No, Hannity's wrong all the time. If Kavanaugh really wants to get to the truth, Kavanaugh would be calling for an investigation himself. He would be asking the president to direct the FBI to do an investigation of the incident and take as much time as they need. Having her come as soon as possible to get it out of the way is not a real sincere search for the truth. It's a chess move in a political strategy that gets people like Vinny to say, well, we offered her a chance to speak. Here's the thing, Vinny. She's going to speak. And there's going to be an investigation. And the results are going to come out before the election, probably before his own nomination is confirmed by the full Senate. You don't want to be on the wrong side of that is what I'm telling the Republicans. You don't want an investigation to confirm, make it more likely than not she was telling the truth. That's why you take your time and you figure out what actually happened. This rush, usually people who think they're innocent want to have an investigation. Show, come on, look into it. I got nothing to hide. 631-451-1039 is my number if you want to be part of the national conversation. 631-451-1039. I got Janet Johnson joining me at the top of the hour in about 10 minutes. Uh, and I, uh, I'll i be on TV tomorrow night. Tucker Carlson, 8 o'clock Friday night. I will be on Justice with Judge Jeanine Pirro Saturday night, um, 9.30, my regular spot, Mike. Uh, and I, uh, I will also be on uh, The Ingram Angle Monday, 10 o'clock. Starting to become my regular spot on all three of those shows. Uh, but pick up the phone and give me a call, 631-451-1039 if you want to be part of the national conversation. This is the point I'm trying to make tonight. I'm trying to tell the world that an investigation is not a bad thing. An investigation is a good thing. It's a seeking of the truth. 
631-451-1039. Let me go to James. James, you're on the air. Oh, yeah. I just want to say one more thing. I'm going to get off so I can hear you talk. I'm agreeing with everything you're saying tonight. But you got to tell your audience, this is what I've always uh, accepted in my mind, that the light we shine on the public figures has got to be a lot brighter than what we shine on ourselves. Right. This guy, like you've been saying, he's going to be in power for 50 years. And he's not going to answer to anybody. You know, he's going to be like a king. So, right. Uh, but I do want to. I just want to run one name by you that will just a woman's name will get everybody thinking. Uh, Tawana Brawley, remember her? Yep. <laughs> I hear you, James. Thanks for your call. Six three one four five one one zero three nine. This is the the point I'm trying to make, and this man will be accountable to no one ever again. This man will sit in this office for 30 or maybe even 40 years. He's a young man. He's only like 50, 49, I think. He will sit in this seat for a long time and he will never face the voters. He will never have to come before Congress again. He will be there without any accountability to anybody. So what's the rush? I mean, nobody's been able to come on and tell me what the rush is. The only rush we have is that the president doesn't want a 4-4 tie at the Supreme Court when he's appealing a decision whether or not he has to abide by a subpoena, which is coming to the Supreme Court very soon, probably in the next 90 days. The president doesn't want a 4-4 tie over his uh, you know, immigration policies, which is coming to the Supreme Court real soon. No, the president just wants a rubber stamp for his, uh, for his priorities. And we've got to think, you know, Supreme Court justices survive more than one president. They survive several presidents. I mean, look, America... Let me just put it in your in, in 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 a put it in a way that you Trump voters might understand. A lot of progressives want to talk about the Access Hollywood tape and how horrible that was. That Trump said those things, and it was horrible. But before Trump became president, that stuff came out, and then the voters decided to make him president anyway. The voters had a choice. For Donald Trump, I might not like that choice, but the voters made that choice. And in two years, the voters will get another chance to vote on Donald Trump. And this year, they'll get a chance to vote kind of on Donald Trump because they're going to vote on Congress. And whether or not to give Trump a Congress that's going to be very supportive of him, like the one he has now, or one that's going to put a proper constitutional check on him, like the one he needs and deserves. And this nation deserves. But the voters are going to get to make that choice. When it comes to Brett Kavanaugh, the voters will never get that choice. So Congress's job, the Senate's job in the Constitution, is to properly check the president's choice. It's a check on power. And if you're putting somebody on the bench... You want, for life, 
America. This is not a 10-year term. It's life. If you're putting somebody on the bench, you need to be extra careful about their background. They deserve to be held to a higher standard than even somebody you are electing president of the United States. He is going to be in that position for the rest of his life, for generations. And he's going to dramatically impact the way the Constitution is interpreted in this country. So yeah, wait a week, wait a month, get to the truth, understand everything there is to know about this guy. I, for one, think he will not be confirmed. I still believe that. I believe it right now, the same as I believed it on Monday. He will not be confirmed. This woman is going to speak to America, and America is going to be moved by her story. And it's going to move enough of Susan Collins and Lisa Murkowski, and maybe even Jeff Flake, is how this started, by the way. Jeff Flake said we need a hearing on it. That they are not going to be in good conscience voting for this man. And whether that's fair or not, it doesn't matter. He has to be held to a higher standard. It is not reasonable doubt either. In fact, the the standard of proof is actually lower than in a criminal case. You don't get to be a a Supreme Court justice just because you're a good guy or you're a good lawyer. In fact, you better be a good guy or gal if you're going to be on the Supreme Court. You don't get to just... You don't just get handed it. You don't, you don't get to say, no, we can't look into that. No, of course we can look into that. This is a lifetime appointment with no accountability to anyone after this vote. This is the time to hold him accountable, to be the check. This is a man who's going to decide about women's health issues. I think knowing how he treats women His entire life is important. And I look, I get it. There are dozens of people who know him and who've said great things about his character. That's great. It's just like the guy who gets arrested for a horrible crime and they go talk to his neighbors and they go, he always seems so nice. You ever hear somebody go, yeah, man, that guy was crazy. Mike, you ever see like on the news, you ever see somebody go, oh my God, that guy was insane. That guy who said that was insane. (laughs) Yeah, I've never heard anybody... Like, you know, like if there's a murderer mm-hmm. living next door, they go to talk to his neighbors and like, oh no, he always kept to himself. He, he was so up. quiet. He was so nice. He was yeah. waved, you know. He helped me bring out the, my trash can. Exactly. His yard was clean. Right. <laughs> right. It's never like, oh yeah, no, I saw that coming. You never <laughs> yeah. see that. You never see that. Of course not. So, I mean, yeah, I'm sure there are lots of people who know Judge Kavanaugh and think he's a great guy, but there's a woman out there who is saying she knows him to be something else. And if you find that woman credible, he can't be on the Supreme Court. It's simple as that. It is not, uh, well, let's get to the facts. Let's have a trial. No, no, no. There's going to be no trial. He's not going to go to jail for this. No. It's, is she credible or not? And I don't know. I read her letter. To Murkowski, not to Murkowski, to uh, Feinstein. I read it. Seemed like a pretty traumatic experience to me from a credible person. She did not want to come forward. 
I mean, I guess Democrats deserve some of the blame for her coming forward, but she did not want to come forward. She wanted them to understand this letter and that this was out there and to try maybe search for other things like it. When they didn't, and then the Democrats leaked it, or the Republicans for that matter, she came forward. And that's a good thing because we got to know we can't put somebody on the bench for the rest of his life, his rest of his young life, man. I mean, I think he's like 47 or 48. He's not much older than me. And I'm hoping to live another 40 years, maybe 50, if I'm lucky. My grandfather lived to 94. Really? Yeah, and he survived wow. the Holocaust, World War II, the Great Depression. That's a man's man right there. Yeah. And tw- 40 years on the Long Island Railroad. Yeah. That's probably the worst of all those things. <laughs> right. That's not true. The Holocaust is the worst. <laughs> all right. 631-451-1039 is my number. I got Janet Johnson joining me on the other side of the break. You're listening to the Chris Honcho, and I'll be right back. Chris Han Show. All right, I'm back. I'm live. I will take your calls at the bottom of the hour at 631-451-1039. Don't forget, watch me tomorrow night on Tucker, 8 o'clock. Saturday night on Piro at 9.30 and Monday on Ingram. Uh, I think that's 10 o'clock I'll be on there. But joining me right now, one of my favorite people to talk to whenever there's something crazy going on in the news, which seems to be every single time I'm on the air right now, Janet Johnson. She is an attorney. You see her on HLN. You hear her on the Chris Hahn Show. She's at Jay Johnson Law on Twitter. She is my political soul sister. Janet, how you doing? Oh, I'm I'm weary, Chris. I'm just weary. <laughs> I am, <laughs> it's been a long I, week. I'm optimistic. Now, yeah. I, I don't like yeah. people. You mean, you're optimistic that in two months we'll take back the House and or the Senate? Uh, 47 days. Right, right. Yeah, 47 That's days from right. now we will take back the House and the Senate. And I think that these nuts in Washington think that this woman coming to testify on uh, Monday or Tuesday or Wednesday, I, I hear she's going to testify and it won't be Monday. Uh, yeah, that seems to be what she's... well. I'll, I'll say this. That's what her lawyer's saying now. Grassley, you know, they had made a point of saying it's Monday or nothing. So are they going to stick to those, you know, guns? Well, so to speak? I've been on the radio for the last hour or so. Yeah. So I haven't been watching the news. But from what I, the last thing I saw before I went on the air at eight o'clock was that she was, her lawyer was canceling her TV appearances. Yes, on Maddow. As a sign of good faith, as a show of good faith to the yes. Senate Judiciary Committee, who they have been actively working with to try to work out the details of her testimony. Supposedly, Dr. Ford will testify. Uh, Monday is just not a day that works for her for some reason. Right. Right. Uh, and, and that's fine. Uh, and, uh, you know, she's not demanding the investigation because I'm sure by Monday or Tuesday, the Washington Post or the New York Times will have done their own investigation <laughs> into what happened here. Well, you know, they don't have to because Ed Whelan on <laughs> Twitter has done his own investigation. And he, based on no evidence, is postulating that some man named Garrett 
who apparently went to Georgetown Prep, where what happens at Georgetown Prep, by the way, stays at Georgetown Yeah. I don't know if you've heard that. I have. A guy uh, yeah. named Mark Judge who was in the room when it happened. <laughs> well, so this Garrett and Judge have apparently both been thrown under the bus. And this, this theory that they, the right wing are now you know, hanging their hats on is that um, Dr. Ford, who, you know, apparently, I guess, got attempted raped all the time, so she couldn't tell one guy from the other, although she did know Mr. Kavanaugh before he allegedly did this to her. Right, so, um, right. I mean... Uh, she knew who she was at the party with, you know? Yeah, and right, right. This is the ultimate... They're, they're doing the shag... It, I'm calling this the shaggy defense. They should yeah. have shaggy open up for him. Wasn't right. me. Wasn't right. me. Wasn't me. Right. Right. I, I just call it mansplaining. Like, this yeah. is the new thing. You you weren't raped by who you think you were raped, honey. I'm sorry. It wasn't. No. It, it yeah, wasn't. You, were, you were raped, but just not by the guy who you think raped you. We know more about your attempted rape than you do because, of course, you're just a little lady. You wouldn't have yeah. tried to rape you. Yeah. This week has been, I have to say, uh, you know, I, apparently Anderson Cooper was just running a, a thing that everyone's tweeting about with, uh, like, the six women in the country who actually think boys will just be boys. But, I mean, Kavanaugh, this is historic unpopularity for, yeah. you know, a nominee. And, it, you know, women, if you're a woman, which, I, you know, I, Chris, actually, I am. You uh, are. That's I, one of the reasons I, why I had you on tonight. <laughs> well, and and I have to say... I mean, I can't be angrier than I am right now. Like there isn't, I'm, I would combust, and I think most women must feel that way. I you know? gotta tell you, you're gonna be happy in 47 days. I mean, Kanahura, as we say in, <laughs> in Yiddish. I mean, you know, I I hope so. I actually think I'm gonna go to my dentist and see if I can get some nitrous oxide so that for that day. I don't have to be alert and, and like, I can't watch another day of like, this is the most important election returns ever. I, and can we live through another potential, you know, it's too stressful. We will know the results of this election by 1130 on election day. And it'll be very clear what's going on. And it is going to be a blue wave of epic proportions. It is not going to be a 35-seat win for the Democrats. It is going to be a 50- to 60-seat win. And it is going to be, we are going to win the Senate, and I think by two seats. And I I am... I am optimistic in that, and I think that they are going to absolutely mess this hearing up you got well, you got two old school right. guys. I mean, I guess now they're trying to say we're going to let our attorneys do the question, which is no. A- they're trying to find talk about like tokenism, which I thought they were not in favor of. They're trying to find a independent attorney, you know, a woman such such as me, you know, who would just get up there and question, you know, the witnesses um, because they need they don't have a woman, and they right. obviously feel that they need a woman. You know, the the other thing is, I, I guess uh, Dr. Ford's lawyer did say though that she wants him to go first, which I think is, is you know, obviously this lawyer is very, she's very good. I mean, I've, yes. she's been on TV. She's, I mean, if I had to pick between, you know, hiring her or Michael Avenatti, I'm hiring this lady any right. day. Um, but, you know, she says they want But Avenatti to- is a handsome man. Just want to say, since I'm well, getting confused, I'm getting confused for him a lot lately. Are you? Yes. Okay. Well, uh, Michael Avenatti is no Chris Hahn. He's a better looking Chris Hahn, but I'm no. a better pundit. 
No, I mean, if you go to his website, he's like, I, I have him a race car driver and a lawyer. I mean, oh my god! Yeah, creepy, creepy. Yeah, creepy. <laughs> but, but this, and this lady just seems to just be a lawyer. Which, when you're hiring a lawyer, you don't really need a race. I car need driver. a lawyer. Right. <laughs> I guess if you're a porn star hiring a lawyer, you might want a race car driving lawyer. <laughs> Well, I guess I my clients like don't ask. Do you? You know, it's great that you can defend me, but do you drive a race car? Because yeah. I also have a Ferrari outside, <laughs> and I happen to need someone. But no, they're, so they want him to go first, which I think is you know makes sense because otherwise, you know, it's like getting the sandwich in court. You know, in in criminal trials, the prosecution gets to go first and last because they they get to rebut. And you don't want to you know, have them fashion his testimony over what she said, right. which it would happen. She doesn't want him in the room, which I think is also fair, because that's obviously an intimidation tactic. Right. So, you know, whether, you know, these the Republicans who, you know, they, they get, they, they have all these theories and they come up with all these other explanations, you know who can get to the bottom of it? There's like a federal bureau. Right. Of investigation. Who and Orrin they, Hatch and Chuck Grassley used to get to the bottom of Anita Hill's claims. Right, which was a really bad process, by the way, at the time. And we're not even getting that process. Right, right. And this is the thing that I think people, like, you can move on after this. The last thing I have to say. No, no. Is that this process, we're not talking about, I'm a criminal defense attorney. So I defend people all day long and I come up with cockamamie, you know, I haven't said a doppelganger. I have to say that one. Uh, it's used. crazy. That's crazy that talk. Crazy. But, you, you know, there's an instruction that it can't be a forced doubt, a speculative doubt, a reasonable doubt. Is it, you know, has to be one that has rational basis. But we're not using that standard. Yeah. This is not a criminal. This is problem. not a. This is a. This guy is being elevated to a job. He will right. never stand before the voters again, ever, and he will right. never stand before Congress again. The yes, the right. standard of proof is low. It's He'll do I feel FBI like he's FBI. innocent or not? Well, wait. Otherwise, we'd have Justice O.J. Simpson, wouldn't we? I mean, if it was just like, do you have a little bit of evidence that I didn't do it? Because that's what you can hang my your hat on, right? That's not how it works. Right. Supreme Court. There are only nine of them. Yeah, the there's only nine of them, and he's going to be there for 30 to 40 years. Yeah. yeah. You know, so when you're yeah. talking about that, uh, I think we have to make very careful choices. And I think, by the way, uh, you know, they've already established that you could keep a Supreme Court seat open for 444 days. Well, this, this seat's been open for 51 yeah. days. Yes. And, and Lindsey Graham actually tweeted, we have to do this fast. Like we, you know, we need to to get this over with, you know, right away. Right. I mean, they're not even hiding it that you know they they're afraid of your prediction that the Democrats are going to take over and we're going to hold that seat open just like they did to us. Oh yeah, we'll hold and, it open I, for two years. Yeah, and I hope they do. I oh, mean, by the way, or the president will just cave and give Chuck Schumer the choice. So <laughs> as a deal for something, trust me when I say this, there'll be deals. In right. the next in the next two years. Well, I mean, if there was any justice in the world, it would be Merrick Garland. Right. Right. I mean, that's the only thing that makes sense. You know, really. It, but it, it, Trump would probably get reelected if you put Merrick Garland on the court. Well, <laughs> you know, it's a win-win then. But yeah. you know, I mean, there is a cynical argument, and I'm at the moment, I'm really not up for cynicism, just because I do feel, you know, to have this. This guy who lied anyway in his testimony, he lied about getting stolen emails that, you know, were Democratic strategy right. emails that he said he didn't get that say spying on the, the, the subject. 
Right. And he, you know, lied about saying that the, the super president of Roe cannot be overturned when there's, again, emails that, thank goodness, Cory Booker, you know, released saying, I do, I don't think there's, you know, precedent. There's precedent. no such thing as a super precedent anyway. When you're on the Supreme Court, you no. can overturn whatever you want. Of course. <laughs> of course. I mean, stare decisis doesn't mean he can't. Yes, we, we've ruled on this before, but we would still have slaves. If right. That, if that were the case. Right. We'd have segregated schools. If that were there's the all sorts of things that stood for 100 years that were overturned. Right. And they think that, in their mind, uh, you know, Roe is the, is the equivalent of, you know, Plessy v. Ferguson. I mean, they think that this was a bad decision. They think that Roe is worse than Plessy v. Ferguson. Right. Right. That's right. right. They probably are old. They probably want to overturn Plessy. They, you know, they... <laughs> That's right. That's right. So, I mean, so all of these things that he already had done, but then this, you know, this allegation of Dr. Ford is she passed a polygraph. She didn't want to come forward. Right. She doesn't want to be in the spotlight. There's nothing for her to gain. Right. And if she were lying, the last thing she would do is call for an FBI investigation. Right. And if he were telling the truth, the first thing he would do is say, please, yeah. bring in the investigator. Bring in the polygraph. I'll take right. it right now. Right. So all of those things point to, and then later on, you know, he goes to Yale and joins a fraternity where they used to chant, yes, no means yes. No means yes. Yeah. They were banned from campus. It had other disgusting things that, that were attributed. Gave a speech saying what happens at Georgetown perhaps stays at Georgetown. And perhaps. not to mention Mark Judge's book. Yes. Right. Where he's Brett O'Kavanaugh. Right, right, right. O'Kavanaugh, who is a you know, blackout drunkard, right. womanizer. And, and this is the guy who we're supposed to, you know, he also called abortion, I mean, uh, birth control, abortion-inducing. Yeah, crazy. Which is, like, by, by the way, America, this is Janet Johnson I'm talking to, at J. Johnson Law. You can watch her on HLN all the time. You hear her on the Christopher Hahn Show. If you're in trouble in Florida, you know, look her up. She's a good lawyer. Uh, she actually is a lawyer, unlike me, who's, you know, doesn't you're really. A lawyer. Pro- I, I'm a lawyer, but not really. Uh, you know, uh, at J. Johnson Law on Twitter. Uh, taking your calls, bottom of the hour, 631-451-1039. Uh, this is just fascinating to me. Now, let me ask you this question. Had when this first come out, Kavanaugh said, you know what? Did a lot of heavy drinking when I was in high school, made a lot of bad decisions. This was probably one of them, and I'm really sorry. This is not how I saw it happening, but I'm really sorry that she feels this way, and I wish I could take it back. Do you think that would have ended it? No. I mean, I... I w- I think 99% of me believes that Susan Collins and Lisa Murkowski would not confirm that person. I think that they're just looking for an excuse not to confirm them, and this is a good one, right? I mean, this is it. I mean, it's cover for all the the red state Democrats for sure. And now Murkowski and Collins could say, look, this guy may have attempted raped somebody, so we're we're not going there. Yeah, although, you know, Collins does not seem that sympathetic to Dr. Ford. I mean, she's definitely still in a sort of gray area. Collins, but Collins is losing her seat in two years. She's done. I think so, too. I think so, too. And then, and then regarding Murkowski, the governor and the lieutenant governor of Alaska, who are both independents, had issued statements opposing Kavanaugh. Right. So that kind, you know, is is she going to go again? Well, yeah. I mean, right. they oppose him for his his view on on Native on Native American. Americans. Right. It's like right. amazing the many things that this guy has done. So Murkowski, I think really you haven't heard a lot about Murkowski. I think Murkowski's already a no. 
I, I, uh, I yeah. really, I think she's already a no. So if Collins comes along. Or Jeff Flake. Or Jeff uh, Flake, but I think. He's been a little, yeah, he's suspect. He's flaky. Yeah. Yeah, he's flaky. He's flaky. Yeah, I mean, I and on Corker, who I, you know, people, he's not up for re-election. He seems like a normal person sometimes. He's definitely not, you know, he's not being rational about this either. I mean, the things these these people, men, I'm sorry, these men have said, they're not. You call them old white men. That's what they are. Old white men? I yeah. mean, you know, Jeff Flake's not that old. I mean, some of them are not that old, but I mean, they're not. They don't want women to vote for them, I guess. I mean, I don't know. Who, well, they're, they're doing a great job at it. I mean, if right? you look at this NBC News poll today that came yeah. out, it's astounding. And by the way, I should say this better. The NBC Wall Street Journal poll. Right. right? It's not just editorial. an NBC poll. It's right. NBC, which is owned by uh, NBC Universal, yeah. and the Wall Street Journal, which is owned by News Corp, which also owns Super Fox Twitter. News. Right, right, right. Okay, right. so it is not like liberal NBC poll. It's the NBC Wall Street Journal poll. They do that on purpose to make people believe the poll, right? right. So it's, a, it's, it's, it's astounding how unpopular this choice is, especially among women, other than Republican women. But I started asking the question, question, how many Republican women are there? You know, while the guys above water with Republican women, I think as a part of the percentage of this population, can it be more than 7% of the women in this country consider themselves Republicans? Well, I mean, they trot them, you know, Anderson Cooper trotted them out today. You know, they find them when there's a a New York Times article to be written. Right. They're hanging out in diners, apparently, everywhere in America. But um, I mean, you have to think, and, and in that poll, by the way, white men, even Democratic white men, their opinion of Kavanaugh went up. Yeah. After. Like, I mean, what is what is going on with you guys? Like, oh, did he try to rape a girl when he was seventeen? You know what? That could maybe he is the it guy. It ain't me. I, I, I mean, who is that? Who I didn't like that? him before this, and I despise him now. <laughs> right. I mean, even if you think like uh, maybe he didn't do it, but you know what? not cool like i don't think there's that there's any positive to that it's not good to be accused of that but that's also the guy and again i mean i don't want to spend your whole time talking about this but you know they trotted out a team full of girls that he coaches in basketball for the hearing right that sat behind him 15 year old girls by the way the age yeah dr ford maybe not the best decision looking back or did they know? Or did they already know? I, you know, I when mean, you have a letter with 65 people, 65 right? women on it saying how great you are, you probably already knew. And that he never raped you, right? Yeah. <laughs> but don't you think the president has been surprisingly disciplined on this? You know what? I'm calling BS on that. I'm so sick. This is the new thing, too. He's getting all this credit. I mean, no offense. But like, uh, people are saying that. Like, look how disciplined he's been. Nah, you know I- why he's being disciplined? He's they're, not being disciplined. Look, he is being disciplined for but him. You know what? He's disciplined he, he, for Trump. And well, he's I know, disciplined. But let's not use that word then. I mean, he was being interviewed, you know, on his way to tell some guy how great it is that his house got destroyed because uh, now he has a boat in his backyard. And he would, they, you know, Janet, him, he goes, yes. I want to point this out to you because yeah. you might have missed this. Okay. Yeah. I know what you're going to say. He feels bad for Kavanaugh. Yeah. He's a great guy. Shouldn't go through it. He said the same exact thing about Ronnie Jackson before he pulled a week before he pulled his nomination. And he said, you know, I don't want to have to go through this anymore. And he pulled the nomination. He didn't admit defeat. Let's not not say, wow, look at this. This is diplomacy from Donald Trump. It's 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 as best as you're going to get from that maniac. No, I know, but let's not. He's not being disciplined. I mean, Barack Obama was disciplined. Barack Obama didn't go out there and say, 
you know, I tend to think that, you know, cops are just jerks. And right. I, I don't I think that they're shooting black men. All of them are shooting black men. And I, you got to feel bad for the black men because the cops are, right. are clearly wrong. Right. No, Barack Obama would say, we have to look into this. Something's not right. There's a, we have an issue. I don't well, know both sides. He's got a rally tonight at 10 o'clock in in yeah, Las when Vegas. Yeah, he's got the sads, they have to set up a rally for him when we'll, he feels really sad. We'll see what happens tonight because he might, he might that, that quote, I guess, I won't call it discipline if it's pissing you off, but it really is. I absolutely well, no, because you're you're not alone. Everyone's saying, it. and it's like his aides have leaked this. You know, aides to the president have said that they're surprised how disciplined he is. He's not disciplined, people. He's out there feeling bad for an accused rapist, saying this is just terrible for him. And he hasn't. And he said it doesn't sound right. I don't think it sounds right. It doesn't sound. He hasn't once said, "Boy, if this is true." The poor woman has had to live with this for 35 years. Right. Nobody well, that's what he should have said. He should have yeah, said if, the, if this is true. By the way. But he yeah. has said if this is true, it's not good. <laughs> <laughs> Which is like, you know, I mean, usually he'd be out there. That woman's just lying. Blah, 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 blah. White I man mean, pout chest. Uh, you know what? I mean, I, I guess you could say that Ted Bundy, the time that he went on a date and he didn't actually end up killing the woman, but he did try to strangle her. Yeah. He was very disciplined. Right. But, All right. Look, I got 30 seconds left with you. <laughs> what do you want me to tell people about you? What do you want to, what do you want to plug? <laughs> Uh, I'll be on HLN Saturday morning. You're probably going to be talking about this. I don't think you're going to be talking about some crime in the Midwest this weekend. No, I'm talking about that the surgeon and his girlfriend who were drugging and raping women. Ooh. Which is, yeah, that's a pick-me-up. But yeah, so we'll be talking about that. Um, but I'll be tweeting about this. Good. Well, tweet to me, buddy. I love you. You're one of my favorite guests. Janet Johnson at J. Johnson Law. Taking your calls. Other side of this break, 631-451-1039. I'll be right back, America. Conservatives, listen up. The truth is on the air. The Chris Hahn Show. All right. I'm back. I'm still live. Still taking your calls at 631-451-1039 if you want to be part of the national conversation. Pick up the call. Pick up the phone. Give me a call. 631-451-1039 is my number. 631-451-1039. At Christopher Hahn on Twitter. Don't forget to watch me on Fox News tomorrow night at 8 o'clock. Tucker Carlson show. Uh, I'll be on at 9.30. Judge Janine Pirro on Saturday night, my regular spot. And on Monday, I will be on with Laura Ingram, who I'm surprised wanted me on as I was so tough on, Frank, uh, on Kavanaugh, who's her buddy. Like, they're friends. Like, social friends. You know, and I was a killer. Like, I was like, and I knew this going in, Mike. I knew it going in because I was on the night that he got picked. Yeah. She was giddy as a schoolgirl. Like, it was a surprise that he got picked. And she was really excited. She's a friend. They clerked together in the Supreme Court. Uh-huh. They knew each other. Blah, blah, blah. They had all other friends on. How great it was. 
And so you'll be a little behind the scenes. You're like, has she said anything? Like, he's never like that? Or No, 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 like no. I wasn't in the room with her. I was like in my basement, right? Oh, that's right. So, you know, right before I went on, she had like four women who grew up with Kavanaugh on talking about how great a guy he was. And then I was like, doesn't matter. Dead man walking. President should pull the nomination right now before it gets any worse. Because it's going to get worse. This is not the kind of thing that blows over. This is the kind of thing that steamrolls out of control. And Republicans think they're going to have a hearing. They're going to have a hearing uh, next week. And they think it's going to get better. They think, they honestly, truly believe that they're going to have a hearing and people are going to believe him. That's not what's going to happen, America. And again, truth is lost in it. We're never going to get to the actual truth to know what really happened. I believe it happened. I believe it. I don't know why anybody would put themselves through this. They know what happened to Anita Hill. 631-451-1039. Oh, Terry from Patchogue. How you doing? What's going on? Well, you knew I was going to call on this one. I knew you'd call in. How are you feeling about this? What happened so long ago? A drunken kid? 17 years old. Why didn't she make a formal complaint at the time? Because I think, and I know many women who have been victims of sexual assault, it is hard to talk about. And uh, I I could see her not making a report. She did report it uh, in 2012 to her therapist. She talked about it in therapy. Um, Isn't that confidential? well, she allowed the therapist to, to come forward with the notes, right, to confirm the story. So it is, look, here's the thing. I know it's a long time ago, but had this been reported when he did it, we wouldn't be talking about Brett Kavanaugh for the Supreme Court. He'd be the guy we go to see at, like, um, the Apple store to fix our phone, if that, if he could even get that job. You know, it, it, he's, he, he so, wouldn't have so the career he has. By not, she did him a favor by not opening her mouth. Look, she she was traumatized by it. She was 15 years old, and she said, she said, Terry, she said, I was afraid to talk about it for a variety of reasons, uh, including the fact she didn't want to get in trouble for being at a party where people were drinking. And she was 15, and it was a long time ago, and it's traumatized her her whole life. So it is, uh, it's something that uh, needs to be addressed, and and frankly. If I was Brett Kavanaugh and I was innocent, I'd be calling on the FBI to investigate fully. I'd get everybody who I knew in high school who might have been at that party to talk and find out what happened. And I would have her talk because everybody knows lying to the FBI is a crime. Lying in 60 minutes, not a crime. Lying, you know, in a letter to a senator, not a crime. Lying to the FBI is a crime. I don't know. I'm not going to go into my personal life, but... I've had my problems through the years <laughs> when you, I was young. Did you report them? No. Why not? Well, one time I was 10 years old. Well, there you go. And, and we even had the FBI come in, uh, to our house to interview me and my sisters. And we stuck up for the guy because he was a manager of the roller skating rink over here. So, But what did I know? I was 10 years old. Right. You stuck up for a guy who abused you because yeah, what did you know? know you, were ten, you were 10 years old. <laughs> Right. So you know how hard it is to come forward on these things, especially, you know, you talk about early 1980s. Um, you know, it's, it was a different time. So, you know what? 
I don't like the looks of this guy. I don't know what he, what his qualifications are, but I, I don't I don't think he's going to go through. He's not going through, Terry. No. The minute this woman talks, it's over. The minute yeah. she speaks publicly, whether it's in the Congress or it's on 60 Minutes, America's not going to let this guy go. Susan Collins is going to change her vote, maybe Jeff Flake, maybe others, uh, and or he'll just get pulled. I have said to this, and I advised the president on a couple of television shows this week, and I'll advise him again on Saturday night when I'm on with the judge, uh, pull the nomination because yeah, yeah. it's only going to get worse. Not yeah, you're right. Back. I don't think he seems interested anymore. No, nah, he's not interested. It's over. Terry, thank you for your call. <laughs> okay, thank you. Talk care. to you soon. 631-451-1039 is my number. 631-451-1039. It doesn't get easier. It doesn't get easier. It gets harder. Her showing up. You know, I mean, the chairman of the Judiciary Committee... Chuck Grassley and Senator Orrin Hatch, who's retiring at the end of the year. They were around during the Clarence Thomas confirmation. If they think they're going to Anita Hill, this woman, and America is going to let them get away with it, let them continue to control the majority in the Senate, they got another thing coming. That is not going to happen, America. It's not going to happen. This woman's going to talk. America's going to hear her story. And if the Republicans still then try to confirm this guy after it, forget it. They're not going to even try to confirm him after she talks. It's over. They're going to withdraw the nomination. I suggest to them, if they don't want to lose seven seats in the Senate, Withdraw the nomination now. If they don't want to lose, sorry, their two-vote majority, their slim majority, withdraw the man now. You got plenty of other right-wing nuts on that list that the Federalist Society gave you to choose from. Pick one of them and move on. There's no, uh, there's no need to stick with this guy. He is, and, and, and oh, I hear them saying, oh, he's innocent, he's innocent. What if he's innocent? I, I just, I'm sorry. I'm not that cynical. And I, I, I've been a Democrat in my life. I've worked for the Democratic Party. They're not that good at organizing something like this. They didn't plan this. Oh, the Republicans are crying. Oh, but Dianne Feinstein, she held on to the letter for four weeks. Well, maybe Dianne Feinstein didn't believe her. And then the woman went and got a lie detector test. And then they believed her. She passed the lie detector test with flying colors, America. Do anybody calling for Kavanaugh to take a lie detector test? Anybody calling for Mark Judge, you don't want to have Kavanaugh take it? Have Mark Judge take it. Maybe it is unbecoming for a circuit court judge and a nominee to the Supreme Court to take a lie detector test. But this woman says Mark Judge was in the room too. You know, Mark Judge, conservative pundit, you know, lightweight conservative pundit. 
Have him take a lie detector test. Let's find out what he knows. Let's have him sit in a room with the FBI for six hours. Let's have him come into the, to the committee and testify. He wants to be a Washington player. Here's his chance. Come on in, Mark. I don't see him rushing to the Senate. He doesn't want to perjure himself. That's why he's not coming. He doesn't want to perjure himself for his old friend. I I mean, if you read this guy's stuff, unbridled male passion, what's that all about? What is that all about? I don't know, 631-451-1039 is my number, 631-451-1039. I got a couple minutes left with you tonight, America. 631-451-1039, if you want to be part of the national conversation, pick up the phone and call me. Tomorrow night, I'm on Fox News. Saturday night, I'm on Fox News. And uh, Monday, I'm on Fox News. Uh, Check your local listings uh, or check me out on Twitter, at Christopher Hahn, for all of your Christopher Hahn appearance information you could possibly want or ChristopherHahn.com, which also links to my Twitter feed. So uh, look at that. My last story on my website is actually a Kavanaugh thing uh, a couple of weeks ago. I, I'm just like, yeah, I mean, I think Terry hit the nail on the head. She's like, yeah, I just don't like the looks of the guy. She doesn't like the looks of the guy because she believes the woman. Maybe she doesn't consciously believe the woman, but subconsciously, It is what it is. He's not going to get confirmed. He's not going to be believed. The cover has been given for the 49 Democrats to vote no. All of them, even the red state ones. You're not not hearing Joe Manchin saying, well, I still got to hear what he has to say. No. They're voting no. Claire McCaskill came out and said, I'm voting no. The cover is there. Hi, hi, camp. Going to vote no. It's over. I got James. James wants to be in every segment tonight. I, I, I guess I'll, I'll. James has been good to me tonight, Mike. I should. I should take him. Right. All right, James. How you doing? You're back. Uh, yeah. Just one more thing I want to say, uh, real quick, and then I'm gonna get off. Uh, John Wayne Gacy, who is in Chicago. Uh, was decorated by the president of the United States. His, the mayor of Chicago decorated him. He was a, a, the best businessman in the past 25 years. You know, all this stuff. This is back in the 80s. He was the most popular. His neighbors said he was the greatest guy that ever lived. He was the most honest and everything. And then they found 30 bodies I, of teenage boys under his I house. know. I made and, that point. And the thing is, everybody. And the thing is, I've heard this saying before. If you go through life and everybody loves you and you haven't made any enemies and, and, and being a politician, then you're doing something wrong. Yeah, absolutely right. James, thanks for your call. 631-451-1039. That's the thing. I agree with that. Uh, everybody doesn't love this guy. He made a lot of enemies on the left. Um, but, you know, these commercials. I never thought I'd make a commercial for my friend Brett Kavanaugh. He's a father. He's a coach. Blah, 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 blah. I'm sorry. They did a lot of work trying to make this guy look human. And what he is, at, the, at in his core, America, 
The problem with Brett Kavanaugh and the reason why Donald Trump is going to punt on him at his core, he's just a Republican Party hack. He's been a Republican Party hack his entire life. He worked for Kent for Brent uh, uh, Brett Starr or what's his name? Well, I'm driving his uh, dropping his name. The the Clinton uh, special counsel Kenneth Starr. Ken. Kenneth Starr. Like I'm getting old. I'm watching. The th- I'm listening to the podcast about Ken Starr. He worked for the Ken Starr. Uh, you know, investigating Bill Clinton. Uh, you know, he then worked for the you know George W. Bush's White House. He wasn't always a legal scholar. I mean, granted, he has excellent legal credentials. I'm not putting that past him. But he was staff secretary to George W. Bush, and then he was deputy White House counsel. There is, he has been a Republican hack. He's been at the center of the right-wing experience in this country uh, for the past 25 years. There is no, uh, you know, he's not this, like, you know, high-minded judicial guy. You know, I mean, say what you want about Neil Gorsuch. Neil Gorsuch had devoted most of his career to the pursuit of the law. Now, his conclusions are twisted and wrong, but he wasn't just like a political hack his whole life. He had some political jobs in and out of, of political things, but he mostly, those jobs, dealt with the law, not with politics. Brett Kavanaugh was a political attack man, okay? He was the guy, the most vicious guy on Ken Starr's team is what we're told. Okay, let's not let's not pretend that this guy is some, you know, divine right wing mind. That's not who he is. Okay, not at all. So, yeah, politics ain't beanbag. And you're trying to get a job that is unaccountable to anyone for the rest of your life. And you better believe every stone needs to be unturned before that happened. No voters are ever going to get a chance to reconfirm you. No Congress will ever get a chance to reevaluate your credentials and your background. Life. So, yeah, we are absolutely going to look into this. There will be a hearing. And you're not going to survive it. Do your family and your country a favor, Brett, and withdraw yourself now. Don't wait. I've seen your kids. They look cute. They seem like, you you know, you seem like you have a nice family. You ain't getting confirmed to the Supreme Court, sir. It's not going to happen. And if it does happen... If this woman tells her story and you are somehow still confirmed, you will be like Clarence Thomas and forever have this hanging over your head. And you will be the reason that the Democrats take the Senate. Maybe by more than one vote. Maybe by multiple votes. Women in this country don't like you. They don't like the president for supporting you. They won't like the Senate for... uh, uh, confirming you. And it's only going to ask, it's only going to get worse. If you think it's been bad this week, spending nine hours a day with Don McGahn, as he puts out press releases about how great he is, 
If you think it's been bad this week, wait till next week. Wait until she talks. I've been on the air for two hours. I don't know what's happened in the negotiations, but I believe she will appear before the Senate sometimes next, sometime next week. And if the Senate somehow double crosses her, she'll be on 60 Minutes on Sunday night. Trust me. It's coming. It's absolutely coming. Somebody will interview her for an hour. And she will cry when she talks about you. And America's going to believe it. And by the way, they're also going to watch it. Because we are at our core voyeurs in this country. We want to hear the dirty details. And America's going to watch it. And they're going to look at you in a whole new light when it's over. So do us all a favor. Leave now. It is not going to be pretty. It is not going to be good. And, and, you know, the president, I disagree with uh, Janet. I think he's been disciplined. I think he's mostly been disciplined because, you know, this time last week, all America was talking about was how the president's campaign manager pled guilty and is cooperating with the special counsel. <laughs> I mean, I, am, I have one minute left in the show and I haven't even talked about that. Think about that, Mike. It is, it is an amazing thing. And be, this is because we got a guy going to the Supreme Court who may have attempted rape on somebody. And, and I'm sorry, you know, for all you saying he was only 17, well, what about the poor um, African-American boy or kid or man who was 17 and got picked up for marijuana possession? And then couldn't get into college, couldn't get a job. How about that? Because there's a lot of that in the society. So we held him accountable. Why wouldn't the rich white kid be held accountable? It's a shame. He needs to withdraw now. Save the country the heartache of this hearing. All right. Going to be a wild week, America. Going to be a wild week. Stay tuned. Lots to talk about. And I want to thank you all for listening. And I want to remind you all to seek the truth. Question everyone. Question everything, even me. Seek the truth, America. I know it's out there and I know you'll find it. I can't wait to be back here next week. To tell you the truth as I see it. I am Chris Hahn. Thanks for listening, America. Scare away the dark. Wish our weekdays away. Spend our weekends in bed. We drink ourselves stupid. And work ourselves dead. And all just because that's what mom and dad said we should do. Chris Hahn Show podcast is recorded live at 103.9 FM in New York at Long Island News Radio. This podcast was sent to Face Off Unlimited headquarters in Astoria, Queens, and was edited by Joe Tex. 
Executive producers are Joe Tex, Jay Painter, and Eric Robinson. FOU Studios is a property of Face Off Unlimited, LLC. I'm Peter Hargarden, the senior producer of podcasts here, and on behalf of everyone who worked on the show, we'd like to thank you, the listener, for tuning in. Subscribe to catch all of our other podcasts here on the FOU Studios Podcast Network. To learn more about Chris and to find out about his upcoming television appearances, follow him on Twitter at Christopher Hahn and at ChristopherHahn.com. To learn more about FOU, connect with us via social media at FOU Studios and visit us at FOUStudios.com. 